Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us again on another chapter in the Stories of Resilience. And today we have the privilege of learning from Mahogany. So please take a few moments and introduce yourself and um, what you think it's important for others to know as we begin this conversation. Well, thank you. Well, first, let me just say thank you for even having me on your platform. I really, really appreciate that. I think it's awesome. And I'm happy to be a part of it. Um, but as you said, my name is Mahogany. And I am, first and foremost, I am a singer. Or a slanger, you know, <laughs> as they say. Um, a recording artist. Um, I'm also a teaching artist. Um, uh, the professionals would like to say educator. <laughs> um, and I am a wife. I am a mother. I am an arts director. So I do a lot of things. Yes. Um, but if you, if you really want to know about Mahogany, you can always visit my website at mahogany.com. And Mahogany is spelled M-A-H-O-G-A-N-E-E. -E. A lot of people want to throw a Y in there, but <laughs> double E at the end. <laughs> um, so that, that's, that's kind of me in you know, the short version. I love how you did a much more accurate job than I even uh, catch myself doing because there are so many hats that yes. one as, yes. as you know, humans we play, but like as women too, like there's mm -hmm. so many hats that we carry. Yeah. And a lot of times I um, might just verbalize one or two, but it doesn't give justice to the totality right. of who yes. we are. So I appreciate exactly. yeah. much more accurate than we are most often with that. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I've been working on that. <laughs> That's why I displayed it so well today. <laughs> yeah. I, I could tell it took some, it was conscious. It was conscious. Yes. Yes, it was. It was. All right. So I want to jump into our conversation by asking you to fill in the blank. Resilience is. So as I said, I've, I've put some thought into resilience and what it is. And from our very first discussion, I kept seeing the word resilient because now it was in my spirit. Yeah. Right. And, yes. and my, you know, my consciousness was aware of it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, this word is just popping up everywhere, you know, since I initially spoke to you. And the recurring theme to me was just someone who never gives up, mm. right? We're just resilient to the point where it doesn't really matter how it went down, you know, how it happened, when it happened, but you always have the ability to tap into something that allows you to just keep moving and keep going. Even if you don't even really know how, mm -hmm. you just do it. Mm -hmm. You just do it. And then you do it to a point where you're kind of on autopilot now. And that can, you know, kind of work against us and it can work for us. Yes. You please, know, please right? touch on that discrepancy. <laughs> That's the key part. Yeah. Of what, yeah. 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 De depending on, you know, where our mindset is at, because you can be resilient in some foolishness, <laughs> you know, when you just, I'm, you, you keep doing, um, what is that quote that says insanity is yes. when you keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yes. So you're, you're resilient 
in some craziness. Yeah. And, I would, but you, right? Yeah. So I would argue to get that to a point. Yeah. Persistence, right? Because like you can yes. be persistent at yes. something, but what mm -hmm. makes the resilience unique is when you're doing yes. it from that mindset. Yeah. Right? Touch on that. Yes, exactly. And to me, that comes from when you invest in yourself to do a lot of personal self-development. And I think that's one of the best gifts um, that God rewarded me with. He put people in my life that presented the opportunity for you know, me to even recognize what personal self-development is and then to realize that it's something you have to continue to do for the rest of your life. Yes. And, right. So when, when, with that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so with that, it helps that resilience to now be purposeful. Right. So you're using it in a way that it, it benefits your life. And then now you're benefiting other people's lives yes. because you, you, you putting all the, the pieces of the puzzle together. Yes. That purposeful piece is key. Yeah. yeah. Persistence yeah. plus that purpose. Exactly. Yeah create yeah, that absolutely yeah yeah for sure okay so you you um started touching on and and i guess since you already went there we we could go there first you started touching on some of the ways in which you um developed your resilience over time so one of those things you mentioned were like you know some key people being in your life that helped you yes. become aware of that 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 process of self development. Can you be yes. um, a little bit more specific on those? Well, um, and I'll I'll even get um, transparent with you how that even came into my life. Yeah, because it came at a point where my husband and I were living in D.C. at the time mm -hmm. and we decided to, um, I'm from South Carolina. And so we decided to come back and we were actually going to be visiting, visiting South Carolina. And, you know, uh, the, the trajectory of our lives said, no, you guys need to stay here for a while. Okay. And right after we came here, it might've even only been a couple of weeks. Um, my sister introduced us to um, a lady by the name of Martha Cooper Hudson. Okay. And you can actually Google Martha yeah. Cooper Hudson. She's pretty phenomenal. And she introduced us to um, multi-level marketing. And the awesome thing about multi-level marketing, when you really get some great leadership, is that they explain to you that you now have to start building your mind up. Mm. Right. And you have to start doing that personal self-development because now you're you're the business. Right. People buy into you, not the product yes. that you're selling. Yes. And right. With her introducing us to at first, I think it was a secret. Okay. Um, the book called The Secret. I think yeah. that was one of the first books that we started reading. And then <laughs> she just like uploaded us with all these different um, audio books. Okay. And then we started buying books on our own and that was 2010. So ever since 2010, um, and another good thing about that is my husband and I, we were both doing it at the same time. Yeah. So we were able to start growing our minds together at the same time yeah, and supporting and, you know, each other in that. Yes. Growth. 
versus yes, yes some people exactly. their partners are like why why yeah. are you switching up on me why are you acting yeah. new where is that coming exactly. from the beauty of your story is that yeah. yeah the two of you had that that um purpose together exactly expand to your understanding yeah exactly and so that's when it started with the personal um self-development and another part of that to me personally is having a, a spiritual foundation mm. and I had that you know of course as a child okay. and so when when growing up with um well growing up it might have been more religion than mm -hmm. spiritual because I didn't really understand that distinction yeah. yes yeah yes yeah. I didn't I didn't understand the the depth Mm -hmm. of you know what it means to really feed your soul in that way until I got older mm -hmm. um but but having the religion you know put those scriptures into my spirit mm -hmm. and having my mother you know speak those things over my life as a child you know they started to come back to me when I got older and you understood and them so, differently. yes yeah yeah and then when the personal self-development kicked in because a lot of it was actually actually scriptures you know, so it was, it was tapping back into the things that I remember from my childhood. Mm -hmm. And when, when, once those bridges come together, yes. you know, it's like, and then that's when the resilience is going to kick in because knowing how to handle something, see, if you don't have any, any spiritual foundation mm -hmm. and if your mind isn't right, when things happen in your life, you, you might tend to crumble and fall apart. Yes. Right. But that foundation, it really, even if you fall apart, you fall down on your knees and you pray and then you get back up and then you go to work. Mm -hmm. I was, so, so that resilience yeah. is, is really going to kick in and then it's going to point you in that purposeful direction yeah. when you have to me, when you have those two key elements, yeah. um, you know, in your life. I, I got a, like a visual, I'm a visual person. So like, as you were speaking, like I got a, a, a image of, you know, like somebody going through life experiences and you fall down. But when your foundation, like you said, are those words of empowerment, yeah. those core beliefs of, of your attachment and ability to fill yourself back up. Yes. With the one that is, you know, all powerful and all of exactly. those, the building blocks being things that are life giving then falling mm -hmm. down or coming back down to ground zero isn't so much of a bad thing. Exactly. Being refueled and remembering those powerful things that created you to be who you are anyways. And so, yeah, exactly. that, that kind of going down process, it's no, it doesn't have that negative connotation. Exactly. Because exactly. the ground is the core, you know, it's the key. It's, it's yeah. where your strength and power is. Yeah, that's where the root of the plant is. There you go. You know, yeah. it's, it's in that dark place. Nobody sees it. You see the beauty above ground, but you don't see it. The things that are underground, the you know, where all the work is happening. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when would you, when would you say you, or was a key moment that you realized how resilient you actually are? Um, I think it really, really kicked in um my husband had his first major stroke um back in 2003 okay and i was about to go on tour 
um, literally, literally that day, um, I had a big concert that night. I had, we were living in Atlanta. I had been working um, with an artist and their show was at night and I was going to be a part of their show. Mm. And my husband had his stroke that day. Oh my goodness. And I had to do a 360. <laughs> Literally, like, you know, within, I had to make a decision, you know, because I even had family members, you know, telling me he was in the hospital and they were like, um, are you going to like actually cancel this show? Like, he's going to be in the hospital when you get through, you know? And I was like, this show is not that important. Huh. I'm going to have, you know, I can have other shows. Yeah. And I didn't even put a lot of thought into the show mm -hmm. because I knew that I needed to be there for my yeah. husband. Yeah. And that was, I think, um, one of those moments where even when I look back on it and, you know, I was thinking like how the day went and, you know, just moments and things happen, not for a reason, because sometimes they just happen because that's how life mm -hmm. is. Okay. And, but how you handle it, you know, is the defining moment. Yes. And my light goes off when I don't move in my office. Okay. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> but um, it's like, that would have been a defining moment in our relationship you know had i had i said what of yes. it, it was what, yes exactly mm -hmm. exactly you know had i said okay this 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 thing right here is more important than us mm. and to me that that was one of those defining things when it comes yeah. to resilience because he had another stroke that was just the first the second one actually um, and the first one happened and we didn't know it, oh. but yeah. So when, when you have that <laughs> and you oh. have to be there for someone yeah. and you have to become a caretaker yeah. and so it's like those, those were some, uh, defining, um, no. not just care. Yeah. Relationship, character, yeah. you know, life, just moments that define how you're gonna handle things. And it also goes back to that spiritual, you know, grounding that you need to have yes. in, in order. So it's, it, it all just, when it yeah. needs to, it comes back and, and it lifts you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, that, that's definitely, like, as you were saying that, I was like, it's one of those moments where you get crushed up against something. Yes, And then you find absolutely. out, okay, what is it that I'm made of? And in that moment, you learned about yourself that mm -hmm. I am very in tune to what my priorities are. I'm very in tune to what my core values are, to what is more important to me and what, what grounds me, what roots me, what my foundation is, is my yes. bond with Yes, absolutely. Heart. And so, yes, yeah. success or, you know, this, this accolade in my career or this moment, this is something that I can replicate at a later yes. time. But exactly. my husband in the moment where he may have been most vulnerable or needed mm -hmm. my support and my love the most, that is where I'm choosing to, to be. And so that, that like reinforced, that was one of those moments where for some people that might be a dilemma if they don't have yeah. 
community about exactly and or what their priorities are and for you 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 realize like okay i'm i'm in yeah. with who my real self is like my habits exactly were one and they mm -hmm. just went in that direction that's beautiful absolutely yeah absolutely so as as that happened you mentioned um stepping into a caretaker role what what did that look like for you well um it was i don't know if you've ever heard the phrase um like athletes will use it they'll say muscle memory mm -hmm. right when right when you get used to doing something and it mm -hmm. just kind of um it kicks in yeah and it, it took me back to when I was in high school and my mother was diagnosed with cancer and I have older siblings, but they had all um, moved out by then. So it was me and my younger sister and I was my mother's caretaker um, because she was at home mm. and I didn't even the, 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 the term caretaker is like, that just really came <laughs> in the last couple of years you know mm -hmm. i didn't even really think of caretaker when my husband had his first stroke it was you, you're i'm doing what i'm supposed to do okay and but it just kind of i i guess it because i had been through it with my mother and just instinctively you know being there for my husband mm -hmm. and just not just doing the right thing but doing what your spirit is used to doing mm. because you've done it before mm. you know had i not had that with my mother it might have been you know a bit challenging right because you know? there's that right that transition piece or yes. that like that newness like i don't yes. know how to mm -hmm. be this role yes exactly of caring for mm -hmm. a loved one in a way that um that most often we we don't anticipate or yeah expect. yeah exactly exactly so how how was it that in those moments as a caretaker i i have not yet been in that um role myself um however in in my work with in with families oftentimes there is a, a sense of strain or kind of burnout that a lot of people who are in a caretaker role with loved ones and family mm -hmm. um, describe how how was it that you managed that if that was at all part of your experience um it, it is i mean that's just a part of life you're gonna have those moments um but i never at least i don't remember the first time around i never let him see you know that i was tired or you know annoyed <laughs> or you know just bothered um in any way i would keep those to myself mm -hmm. um and you know just do whatever needed to be done but i think our saving grace no not think i know our saving grace is music music is the is the the, the you know, it's the key to, to our lock, mm. you know, in my relationship. And we were always able to still make music, mm. you know, even, you know, because his left side was um, paralyzed 
and his, you know, his arm still is paralyzed, but, he, and he was left-handed. So now he had to learn how to do things right-handed. But when it comes to music, you know, and, and I think music is just the best analogy for life. You find a way to get it done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And so everything that he was doing left-handed, he now learned how to do right-handed and just continued, you know, to make music. And, and that became a part of the therapy, you know, back in 2003. And again, when it happened back in 2017, music was, and for me, I would have those moments where, because we live by the water, you know, mm-hmm. I would go and, you know, have my, my mental moments of just singing. And I even, you know, started um, videotaping them and sharing them on my social media. And that was my therapy. Wow. And then we got to a point where we were, you know, doing it together after he got well enough. Wow. So we, we always had that. Yes. You know, as, yes. as, as our, I call it our saving grace. Um, Can I highlight a couple of things that, that yeah. just like, you know, my, my therapy brain is going off. I was like, this is so, <laughs> this is so um, beautiful. Cause a lot of these, a lot of these, um, you know, in the, in the room, we'll call them interventions, but a lot of the things mm-hmm. that both of you just instinctually did were yeah. things that 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 some couples um, need a little bit of prompting or guidance to kind of go through. So, one one thing that that I wanted to highlight was how although the relationship um, evolved a little bit, the roles mm-hmm. you you put on a new hat, and that included the caretaker role. The one way, one of the ways in which you still, the two of you still fed that um, marital bond was through music. And so yeah. a lot of the times in, in, in some families where, where that bond starts to kind of break or crumble or resentment starts to like, you know, weasel its way yeah. is because the, the bond that connected as a couple where we're creating something together or we're building something together or we're nourishing each other's souls or spirits with in this way, it becomes overpowered or overrun by the caretaking role. And the caretaking role is very different than, than right. the role. And so what right. the you did was you made it a priority for us to still connect in a passionate way, us to still connect in a way that, that creates, in a way that, that challenges us in a welcoming way. And so that, yeah. that was like one thing I was just like, oh my gosh, that's, that's so good. <laughs> you made that, that connection and that strengthening of bond important, not only for the two of you as a couple, but also individually, because one thing, one thing you mentioned was um, earlier, you were saying, you know, sometimes I would be annoyed or frustrated, but I wouldn't say anything. I'll keep it to myself. And I'm just like, oh, you know, like snowballing. (laughs) We don't want to do that. However, like, as you kept on talking, you did find a way to express, you expressed it in a healthy way. You expressed it in a way that was for you and not in a way that was, um, putting any toxicity onto the relationship like you right. understood where the frustration was coming from and that you knew how to handle it in a way that served you and so my light yeah it's good. <laughs> so yeah that's where the i and i love the using nature and, and grounding oh, yeah. in nature and then also using your creative and musical talent to express you know like like the cries of the heart and and yeah to yeah, that's good. 
Yeah, yeah. It, I, I sing a little bit in church. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ways. Like, I just have this car in my heart. I got to yeah. get it out. And sometimes yeah. just like making that sound, like, you know, I yeah. Need, like, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the way to do it. And, and you mm-hmm. made that a priority as well. So, yeah, I just wanted to highlight those because that, that was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. So um, you mentioned you mentioned kind of that, that experience being um, one of the key moments where you realized how resilient you were. Um, where did you see other examples of resilience? Um, for me, I think, and because resilience has, like I said, been in my spirit as of lately, you know, it just got me to thinking like, where did this come from? You know, uh, why am I able to do this, mm-hmm. you know, consistently? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I can go back to my parents and my mother specifically, because my father um, died when I was young. Okay. But I just remember my mother, she was always doing something. And my mother one of her first businesses, she took me with her to get her business license and she named the business after me. You know, she was showing me in high school how to balance your checkbook. You know, I would go to the bank with her and, and, you know, balance her checkbook. And she just showed me all of these things at a young age. And my mother was a, a hairstylist, you know, she was a seamstress. And she was one of those people that everybody loved Mm -hmm. and all these people adopted her, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, so she wasn't just my mother, but I just remember her always doing something. And Mm -hmm. then after we became adults, you know, she would always be on a cruise, you know, with her girlfriend or, you know, doing some type of business, you know, she became, um, this thing in our, in our, in our, school district where it was grandparents, you know, going into the schools and working with, so she just always continued to to do something. Yes. But, Mm -hmm. and she was an entrepreneur and my dad was an entrepreneur. You know, I started hearing all these stories he used to do, you know, people's taxes. He was in the army and the air force, you know, and right. Yes, exactly. (gasps) Back in those days you could do, you know, dual, Oh, Um, military. And I didn't know that. I kept hearing all these stories, you know, about my dad. I didn't get to experience it. But the stories, you know, that started coming just were like very empowering. Mm -hmm. And physically seeing it in my mother, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so this is where I get this from. Yeah. You know, this is why I am, you know, a creative. Mm -hmm. And and my mother was a singer Mm -hmm. as well. So this is where this creative spirit comes from my parents. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really tried hard to think, when did I ever see my mother, um, you know, have a, a breakdown? And I never did. And I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but I just always remember her doing, you know, and being. Mm-hmm. And even when she got older and, you know, she was, I would call her and 
oh, I'm at, you know, I'm at such and such restaurant with my girlfriend. I used to call them Thelma and Louise. <laughs> and because um, her girlfriend's name was Thelma. And she just stayed vibrant. You know, un until she passed away, she stayed vibrant. Yeah. And I said, so this is where I get this from. Yeah. You know, I get, I get this resilience from them. Mm -hmm. And there's a, there's this thing I just read lately. It says, how many people had to be born in order for you to be born? Mm. You know, and, and all those people are in your DNA. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I can take this thing even deeper than my mother. Mm -hmm. Because when you look into all that DNA that it took for you to become you, mm. it's like, how can we not be resilient? Yeah. You know, and it's like, how can we not just be thankful and, and grateful and keep it moving? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and and I, and I have you to thank you know for putting this in my spirit for me to even be able to tap into all of that thank you, you know at this point in my life and it's like man resilient like I'm gonna have to keep that word yeah you know yeah. and I'm gonna like I need some art with resilient on it yes. <laughs> you know it. And, and, exactly and it's like it's it's um you, you may have heard it a million times you know but until you're you you brought it to my attention and, and you that's a part of yourself. exactly mm -hmm. exactly and and that's what i love about your platform is that that that's a word that is important mm -hmm. you know and we can start that in elementary school absolutely you know what i'm saying absolutely that, yes I believe that personal self-development should start in elementary school, mm -hmm. but, but understanding resilient and where you came from and why that's important and how you can, you know, use that to always be that undercurrent in your mm -hmm. life is, mm -hmm. man, that's, that's huge. Yeah. That is huge. You, you're touching on so many powerful concepts that that are going hand in hand with this right because you you're talking about the importance of doing and keep and keep on going and you're also including it and it's not it's not just that it's doing it with purpose right yes. so when you're sharing yes. the example of your mother like she mm -hmm. it sounds like she was a beautiful example of of practicing self-love and self-care like she, it sounds like she was a businesswoman. She handled her business. Yes. She worked on being financially <laughs> independent and she made sure she played too, you know, she, yes. she had fun. Yeah. She had meaningful relationships with family yes. and friends and she explored the world. You know, it's not like she w was going on cruises and stuff like that. So she was like, <laughs> she was an example of someone who is like, yes, I know how to like get down and yeah. work hard. And I also know how to create balance by enjoying myself and allowing myself to play and laugh. And it sounds like she also gave back too. Yeah. She would be fed, but she would make sure that she would pour right. out well by volunteering yeah. at the schools and things of that nature. And, and you mentioned the word create and creative so many times. And, and yeah. when you're doing that with intention, then the things mm -hmm. you create, because whether, whether we mean to be or not, we are creators of our experience. We create. Right 
habits, we, we create and perpetrate emotions, we create patterns. But when you do that with purpose and intention, then you're able to create music that actually heals you. You're able yeah. to create bonds that are refreshing and rejuvenating. You're able to create a lifestyle where you actually enjoy waking up in the yeah. morning and you feel good. And like, I, I had a purpose. I made a difference today when you go to bed at night and, and you tapping into and owning your power as a creative yeah. allows you to do that in a way that is consistent with, like you were saying, your foundation or your core yeah. values. And, but that does take that, that process of, of self-reflection. And it sounds like it was amazing that you had that, that model to kind of show yeah. how to do it before, before, you know, your brain and your heart made right. that, that integration. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for making that sound so good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I need you to always be on this shoulder because when I say something and then you can make it sound 10 times better, that's <laughs> no. good. <laughs> I, I joke with my clients like my main job is just being your translator <laughs> it's like you know we say stuff, exactly but sometimes you know going underneath and speaking it emotionally or in tune with what yes are, absolutely it, it adds that extra oomph to it yes so it does yeah. it does and it makes it you made me um see my mother in an even um, broader, um, you know, context. Oh, I'm Be the way that the way you know the way that you say it, it it um, it makes me think and say, oh, yeah, she did do that before I even know mm -hmm. knew that's what she was doing. Mm -hmm. You know, and it and it 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 just makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I appreciate it a lot more. So thank I'm you. Glad I'm glad. I could serve you in that way. I yes. that. That makes me feel good. Thank you. Yes. So you're definitely in your purpose. Okay, I can hear that. <laughs> I can hear that. Thank you. So as you as you kind of um, so touching on that purpose piece, what what have you, what purpose or purposes have um, been part of your development in resilience? Well. I think the good thing, you know, as a musician, when you really understand who you are, right? And when you really understand the power of words and the power in your music, then that helped me to create, you know, on a whole nother level. Because before I understood, you know, the power of what I was saying, you know, and like if I was, you know, people would hire me to make a song come to life, right? And then they sell the song. And, mm -hmm. but it made, I, I had to step back and say, wait a minute, that's, mm -hmm. what I just did was nothing that I would ever be proud of. Mm -hmm. So then I had to take a second look at other people's music that, you know, I was a part of and, mm -hmm. and whatever, you know, fashion, fashion um, yeah. whether it was the writing part or the singing part, you know, lead vocals, background vocals, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm now putting this, you know, into my spirit and then it's going out and somebody might, oh, I know that voice. You know, that's mahogany. Uh, I can't, who she says she is and you know, what she's saying right here. They don't really, you know, align with Not each other. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so 
and I'm thankful that I learned that early on, you know, about what it is I want to say and mm -hmm. what I want to put out there, yes. you know, and is this something that my mother can listen to, you know, her girlfriends and, you know, just jam out or is she going to be questionable? Like what in the world is my child <laughs> saying right here, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, and, and it's like, I, I, she would be, you know, in, in my mind and it was like, yeah, no, I can't do that. I'm yeah. going to have to pass. The money looks good, but no, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hearing the importance of integrity, right? And there yes. being congruence between who you are yes. inwardly and the way that you express or allow yourself to be seen externally. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So part of those purposes are congruence and that I'm, I'm connecting that back to the role of a caretaker. I could see how those marry and, you know, excuse the plan your husband, mm -hmm. but like how those yeah. come together, how those come together very nicely because it's like, okay, I am this, these are my vows. These are the things that I've committed to. So how can I make sure that the way that I am seen, the way that I am behaving, the way that I am expressing myself is consistent with the way that I feel. Yeah, that's good. That was real good. <laughs> so, but yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> and, and you know, sometimes we got to get through a certain feeling to get yes. back to those yeah, yeah. that we choose you're right. to make home. Yeah. And that's where the, the power of music and, and music yeah. therapy individually and yeah. also at the couple level came in. Um, the And just it's we didn't touch on it yet, but it sounds like, like art in general has a powerful influence on, oh yeah, on your life. And so yes. that has been helpful yes. too. Yes, that has been absolutely, um, 100% helpful because, well, and I come from a family of creative people, you know, I had two creative parents that gave birth to seven creative children, mm, seven. <laughs> you know, all of us, all oh. of us are you know creative in one way or another and so that has just always been in my life music has always been in my life um when i first started performing um my brother was already you know out there performing and i had a sister she passed away but from what i'm told um her voice was even so much better than mine, you know, and I, I never got a chance to really experience that. But again, that's one of those, you know, creative siblings and even our, you know, my great nieces and nephews, you know, that gene has carried on yeah. into the next generation. Yeah. And, you know, it's like the gift that keeps on giving yeah. and art. And I'm now, you know, a creative arts director for our local arts council. And I work with, you know, of course, in the artist community. Um, so it's it's 100% a part of my life and yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm able to go into schools and, and, you know, work with kids with my husband, you know, as a team, you know, we go into the classroom and I couldn't ask for, you know, anything better than that. Yeah. You know, to be able to have that, passion and purpose within myself within my mate and then we can go out into the world together mm -hmm. you know and make that kind of magic like you can't ask for anything better yeah. than that <laughs> yes. 
thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. If so, I, I want to say, like, as I was hearing you speak, I was just like, I am speaking to a woman full of passion, purpose, and that key piece is intention. Because there are many people that use music to keep themselves stuck in a certain emotional state, right? Like there's music yeah. that keeps mm -hmm. us feeling sad. There's music that yes. keeps us feeling hopeless. There's music yes. that keeps us feeling angry. But your yep. intention and your purpose is very clear to you. Your core yes. is very clear to you so that you're very intentional by how you use the environment, by the message that you even have or the influence that you have through your music, through yes, your, absolutely. Through your, your relationship, the way you're pouring into the next generation, it is all very intentional and rooted in, in purpose and your values. And so that is, that is such the beautiful distinction. And as I'm speaking to more and more people and, and just, you know, discovering like how yeah. people are resilient, that's one of the things that's becoming clearer and clearer to me. It's not so much, it's not so much specific actions or exercises but with what intention we're doing them with yes. what purpose and you're reinforcing that that um idea to me again today because it, it's it's about knowing and and doing it with with that intention and that yes purpose. now that word um you know being intentional mm -hmm. i started to hear that uh like maybe four years ago is when you know being intentional and what is your intent and intention and so when i would do my vision boards and just even things that i started to speak i knew i had to be very intentional because it's when i really started like i said something and almost a year to date hmm. it happened you know, I said, there was a song I was writing and I said, man, I want to sing this song, you know, in front of 20,000 people. And literally a year later, I'm in the New Orleans arena mm. singing this song and it was more than 20,000 people. Mm. But, and I think that was the first time that I really started to pay attention. I was like, okay, this thing is real. Yes. <laughs> The, yes. what, what you, what you speak in, you know, into existence is <laughs> really, really real. And yes. so I started to write things down and, you know, my husband and I both had our vision boards, things that we wanted. And a few years back and I said, okay, now I have to start, um, with, with self-development. I've got to not just start reading books, but now I need to really put some money behind me. Yeah. Right. That's and right. so I, right. Yeah. Right. And so I started taking, um, you know, like some songwriting, a six month songwriting workshop with my light again. Um, and this particular workshop, when I was writing down my goals, I said, okay, so I want to seriously be known, you know, as a songwriter, I really want to, you know, be able to do this, um, you know, and make, you know, some serious leave some serious footprints on this world and I want to make some money from it. And almost six months later, after I said that, um, our local college, my husband and I ended up writing their alma mater. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. And so he did the music and I wrote the lyrics and, and then, you know, after that, you know, just more, you know, songwriting opportunities. And, but it's like, when you, I was in, very intentional about what I said and how I said it and mm -hmm. how I wrote it down. Mm -hmm. And when I was in a meeting and I was introducing myself and I said, I am a songwriter, mm -hmm. you know, I am a recording artist. Mm -hmm. And from that meeting is where that songwriting took off and that opportunity came out of that. And so when you were saying that, you know, I, I was being very conscious yes, of what I was yes, saying. Yeah. So it's like, I, I'm, I'm, I really pay attention to what I'm saying about me, you know, and, and what I'm putting out there mm -hmm. because when it, when it, when it comes back, I need it to come back. As and, you want you know, it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As we begin wrapping up our conversation today, um, I'd like you to share who it is that you hope your story of resilience touches. You know, I saw the other day, somebody was saying, what would I tell my 14 year old self? Mm, mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so what I would, would hope is that teenagers you know are going to be scrolling through youtube and you know whatever it is that attracts your video to them mm -hmm. i want i want some young girls um women that would be beautiful you know men that would be beautiful but some young people i really want to have them understand the power of their intentionality on what they put on social media mm. because it will come back to bite you from teenage years and on, you know, because the internet is forever. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if they can watch this interview and just understand, start reading those books that are going to feed your mind, you know, in a positive way and start looking for people. There are even, teenagers that are already motivational speakers yeah you yeah. know so st just start looking for stuff that's going to feed you and feed your spirit in the right direction into your adulthood may i you, know? I, you, you said feed you and as because you said you know be careful when you're on the internet teenagers because whatever you put out it could come back to bite you yeah. and then i was like or and it could also come back to feed you depending yes. on what it is that you're putting out. Yeah. As soon as I wrote it, you said it. <laughs> so, so we're in alignment there. Like, yes, yes. whatever you do, yeah, absolutely. one way or another, it's going to come back. Yeah. So make sure that what you're putting out is something that you yeah. want to be able to feed you later. Just like you were saying, I want to be able to sing this. And a year yeah. later, you were singing it in more than what you were expecting. Yes. So the same exactly. thing could happen. You could do something. And yeah. it, it, you could pay the consequence later or you could do something and it could be something that comes back to nourish you or to empower you. Yeah. Yeah. That's and another thing, an, another thing I would tell my younger self is don't listen to other people. And when, when your heart is saying, I need to do music because I already do it well, 
Mm -hmm. And as a teenager, you know, when you know, I want to be an actor, you know, or I want to be a doctor, I want to be an engineer. Mm -hmm. um, I want to I go into the science field. And it may be a parent. It may be a sibling. It may be a supposedly best friend, you know, that's a dream killer. But you have to be able to stead, be steadfast and say, you know what, um, this isn't your vision. You know, this vision is in my head. This vision is in my spirit mm -hmm. and follow it. Because mm -hmm. I had those people, you know, telling me and, and, you know, don't do this and don't do that. Mm -hmm. And it may chip away at you. Mm -hmm. I didn't let it. You know, but for some people, it may chip away at you, mm -hmm. especially when it's a parent, you know, or if it's a sibling. Yeah. Because those are the people that are closest to you. They're yeah. supposed to love have you. That influence. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And a lot of times, it's not their fault because they only know what they know. Mm -hmm. But be strong enough to always, you know, follow your own path. You know, <laughs> drive your own car in your own lane. Yes. yes. And, you know, leave <laughs> I love them. that. You know, you know, leave them over there, but you do you, because if, if you feel it in your spirit, it's just overpowering you and you, what, when you wake up is there, you know, throughout the day is there. If you're in school and you're doodling, you know, and it's there, mm -hmm. then that means that that's what you're supposed to be following. And just don't let other people deter you yes. from doing that, you know, be resilient. Yes. And being you. Yes. That is what I, I really want to be left or said more than anything. I love it. Thank you so, 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 so much for sharing your wisdom and a small part of your story with us. It was full of nuggets and small techniques and things that people can try when, especially when we find ourselves stuck in that, that tricky situation of of being a caregiver to a loved one because you know yeah. we can't just clock out there are things that inevitably happen and you shared very important ways that you could still nourish that that bond that love and express yourself because there are things that come up that that need to come out and, and you shared journaling you shared writing things down you shared the importance of personal development of reading books and if you don't like reading audio books was in yeah. there too and um I love the, the, the emphasis that you also made throughout the discussion about the power of your words. Not only the words that you say with your tongue, but the words that circle around in your mind yeah. and being, being very intentional exactly. about those. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with you. If someone wanted to get a hold of you or learn more about you, can you um, share your contact information one more time? Absolutely. Um, you can go to my website at mahogany.com. That's M-A-H-O-G-A-N-E-E.com. And on all my social media, it's Mahogany Amajir. And that's A-M-I-G-E-R, Mahogany Amajir. Thank you so much for sharing your Thank you. This has been amazing. Time well spent. Cha-ching. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Thank you.